0: We speak to First Rand now on their latest set of numbers. Joining me on the line is Alan Pullinger. He is the CEO at the group. We know First Rand has brands such as F&B and West Bank, R&B and Ashburton Investments under its belt. And it looks like it's been a great reporting period for the financial services group. And Alan joins us now on the line to unpack it for us. So good evening to you, Alan. Thank you for your time.
1: Now, Lutander, Good to chat. Hi to your listeners.
0: Fantastic, Alan. Let's talk about uh, this uh, period. I think when I was reading the sense announcement, uh, you spoke about I think a superior return, uh, as if superior returns for your shareholders. A very, very interesting term. Uh, so take us through it.
1: Yeah, I think we're pretty pleased with uh, I, I guess the shape of the numbers. So you know, just touch on the returns. We 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 still showed an RAE of twenty point six percent, which. You know, in this in this sort of environment, it's challenging out there. I'm sure we can talk a little bit about that. But but it's, that, that's a good return. Uh, we grew normalized earnings six percent, and and we were able to give a div- dividend to our shareholders. You know, in line with with the earnings growth. So that was good. I suppose from a from a sort of a production perspective, what's very pleasing about you know, these results is is we've seen loan growth recover nicely. Um, You know, so so for a while, first round, we were, I think we were very cautious. We were very discerning coming out of COVID. And uh, I think we saw some of the other banks grow a little bit faster than us. Um, But we were sort of biding our time, building capacity, being being quite as I say, quite discerning, um but now what we've been able to do is use that capacity that we had built up to 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 really start extending uh, loans over the last sort of eight months. So that's been a much better story for us. So loans grew eleven percent um, only seven percent into the retail, if you like, consumer segment. Mm-hmm. 10% is going into our commercial business, so small businesses and sort of medium businesses. And then 14% is going into large corporate. So that is the, really the shape of the economy. I mean, a lot of the action actually sits now in, in the business space, um, which is good to see. Uh, you know, it's asset-based finance, uh, renewal of, of equipment. And so that's really good, I suppose. A lot of renewable energy finance uh, being uh, b- being deployed. And I think the consumer is, is really, I think it's, you know, they're probably bearing the brunt of, of, of what's happening in the economy. You know, this high interest rates, um, high inflation, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely taking its toll. And, and we can see the early signs of, of payment strain, you know, starting to emerge in our, in our customer books. You know, where customers say, OK, listen, I, I just, you know, I'm missing a month's payment or, and then I make it up and then I miss another month. And so these are all signs that I, I think it's tough out there.
0: I think it's a very uh, sobering picture you paint there for us, Alan. And I want to speak about uh, what the impairments do look like at this point and also if they're within guidance.
1: Yeah, the payment impairments actually came for us, came out. Better than we expected. So, you know, we talk about our our, our charge for impairments. Um, if you like, you know, for, you know, for, for 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 every rand, we would need to put aside um, uh, some money for, for 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 credit risk, and we would talk about, you know, if we were going to lend, say, a hundred rand, we would expect over time for the charge for credit to be between sort of 80 cents and 1 rand 10 we would put that aside for every 100 rand that we lend we would need to tuck that aside because for expected credit losses so that would sort of be the range this Mm -hmm. 80 to 110 so where are we now in that cycle we're only at 83 Mm -hmm. so we really just just tipped our toes if you like into the bottom end of of that range so from, from a first-round perspective, there's no doubt. I mean, we're we, we pleased with that print. Of course, what we do know is, you know, the next six months, there's probably little respite. Uh, interest rates are probably still going to be held. Uh, you know, our central bank is, is going to want to see developed markets, central banks move first. So I guess, you know, when the Fed moves, the Bank of England moves, I think that probably opens a window for us to move. And then secondly, you know, I, I think the governor's being absolutely spot on. You know, we, we've really got to make sure that this inflation genie is put back in the bottle. Um, and so I think, you know, he, he, the governor's unlikely to go and rush this interest rate story. So so we are probably talking, you know, uh, well into the second half of, of this calendar year. You know, so maybe it's... A gift that can come around springtime. You know, September, mm-hmm. October, maybe we can start seeing our first interest rate cuts, and I think they will be very welcome uh, by by consumers. Just in terms of guidance, uh, you know, we, we, we said we're probably expecting a very similar second half to what we've had here in the first half. Um, you know, so credit similar. Loan growth is going to slow down, so there's no doubt, I think, that customer affordability, those pressures are starting to show themselves so the momentum in loan growth will slow from here Um, but otherwise uh, you know we will probably see a a very similar picture come June you know just in terms of of delivering results and uh, returns to our shareholders.
0: We know that F&B has some operations in the UK it's not a big part of the business uh, but I'm keen to hear about it and also how uh, that part of the world is faring right now.
1: Yeah it's a good question Uh, you know we often think it's it's tougher. The UK is very tough at the moment. Um, so interest rates there have also been significantly hiked, um, and so you know affordability pressures are 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 acute uh, in the UK. So same story. In fact, there our, our business didn't increase lending. Uh, the lending books actually contracted um, by a couple of percent. So I think a lot tougher. Um, again, I think everybody there is waiting for, 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 for interest rate cuts. You know, inflation has been coming down in the UK, which I think is a pleasing sign. But the interesting thing is the labor market is, is very tight. You know, just to, and, and it's so interesting contrasting that country, say, with our country, you know, uh, their unemployment uh, rate is, is literally 4%, 4 or 5%. Now, so it's that that that's great if you're looking for a job because you're gonna find a job. But of course if you're running a business, mm-hmm. uh it means that uh you know, you're paying your your your, your, your employees a lot, you know, to, to get employees and to attract employees. I think they've got a lot of bargaining power. So you've seen really good wage increases happen in the UK and I think that's that has softened the impact uh for many consumers in the UK, that they've had really good increases, wage increases. Um so yeah, it is tough, but uh, you know, like all these things they they are cycles. Um and and uh, you know, I, I, I have no doubt, you know, come later this year or into twenty twenty five I think the cycle turns and and better times come for for all of us
0: truly really crossing fingers there, Alan. Before I let you go, I must also ask you just about your thoughts on SA Inc. For instance, if I look at uh, the First Rand share price, which I, of course you're not in control of at all, uh, but if I look at the share price, very undervalued from my perspective and the perspective of many analysts there. It does tell us that we're battling here with SA Inc and our uh, investment story. Is this at all something that you're concerned about at First Rand?
1: Yeah, I think it does reflect, uh, I think it does reflect a sort of a general risk of um, you know, I think if you if you look at you if you if you look at the JSE, their their own numbers in terms of volumes of of trade, uh, you know, foreigners buying our our, our equities, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of there are a lot of reasons that they've got to probably sit on the sidelines and and wait. Um, so I I never comment on the share price. You know, it's, yes. that, that isn't my job. My, my job is to try to run the business and 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 deliver the best numbers we can. And and the market must put a valuation on those numbers. But I I hear what you're saying. Um, you know, from an investment perspective. You know, if you if you ask me today where where I think the best returns for somebody who's looking to make an investment do I think they're in South Africa, or, or would I go and put it into one of these these international markets are, that are at an all-time high? I think I would take my chances uh, locally, um, which which kind of emphasises your point.
0: Fantastic. Well, it's been a pleasure hearing from you, Alan. It's always a pleasure as chatting, and thank you so much for taking us through these numbers.
1: You're welcome. Fantastic. Thanks very much.
0: Awesome Thanks. CEO at FirstRand, Alan Pullinger.